Today is Thursday, July 29th, 2021. On this day in 1862, infamous Confederate spy Isabella Bell Boyd was captured by the Union Army. She was imprisoned for spying on Union forces to aid the South in the American Civil War. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the capture of Belle Boyd. She was notorious for seducing Union officers and delivering their secrets to the rebels during the Civil War. Now let's go to Washington, D.C. on July 29, 1862. Union troops marched through Western Virginia with a warrant in their hands. Issued by the U.S. Secretary of War, the name scrawled on the paper was Maria Isabella Boyd, better known as Belle Boyd. Though she appeared to be an innocent 18-year-old woman, Boyd was an incredibly effective spy. The Union newspapers were already running tales of the beautiful Southern lady who confounded their federal soldiers. But the Union didn't have too much trouble tracking her down. Her hometown of Martinsburg, Virginia, changed hands many times in the Civil War, making her capture far easier than expected. So on July 29th, Belle Boyd was taken by the troops without much of a fight. They moved her to the old Capitol Prison in Washington, D.C., where no rebel could escape. The guards laughed that they were going to be watching over a teenage girl, but perhaps they should have taken her more seriously. Just over a year prior, on July 4, 1861, Union soldiers had occupied Martinsburg. While there, a federal soldier drunkenly harassed a Southern woman on the street. As he hurled obscenities at her, the woman's 17-year-old daughter had enough. The young Belle Boyd drew her pistol and shot the Yankee dead. The military swiftly investigated Boyd for the murder, but the authorities determined that she hadn't done anything wrong. She was merely defending herself and her mother against an aggressor. That incident marked the beginning of a military career. A daughter of slaveholders, Belle Boyd was a firm believer in the Southern cause. She realized she could take advantage of the fact that the Union Army was camping near her home. She styled herself as an independent spy for the Confederacy, and she gained information using one of the oldest tricks in the book, the art of seduction. She flirted with Union soldiers and disarmed them with her considerable charm. Once they revealed the information she needed, she promptly carried it back to the rebel army. By 1862, Boyd had already earned herself quite the reputation. The Union soldiers learned to keep an eye out for her. 
The press gave her a series of nicknames, including the Amazon of Secessia, the Rebel Joan of Arc, and of course, La Belle Rebelle. In addition to her espionage, Boyd also carried secret messages to Confederate guerrillas in Union-occupied territories. An excellent horseback rider, she was an effective courier. But as a spy, her greatest accomplishment occurred during the Battle of Shenandoah. While eavesdropping on Union officers, Boyd learned more and more about the Army's strategies. When she learned that Confederate General Stonewall Jackson was going into battle in Front Royal, Virginia, she jumped into action. Armed with information about their strategies, she ran across the battlefield between the two armies, allegedly dodging bullets to reach the Confederate camp. She arrived at the last minute with just enough time to inform Jackson of the planned attack. In the ensuing conflict, the Confederates won. Stonewall Jackson wrote a letter to Belle Boyd, personally commending her bravery. Some claim that she was even awarded an honorary commission as a captain in the army. Flush with success, Belle Boyd continued pinching information from lonely Yankee officers. On at least one other occasion, two Union cavalrymen offered to escort her home. Sensing an opportunity, she led them straight to a Confederate regiment. The rebels caught the Northerners and kept them as prisoners of war. But by July 1862, Boyd was of no use to anybody. Shut in a prison in Washington, D.C., it seemed like her career as a spy was over. She needed to pursue other options if she wanted to serve the Southern cause. Coming up, Belle Boyd becomes a celebrity. Imagine living with a secret so big that if anyone ever found out, it would change everything. Imagine carrying that secret with you every day, desperate to one day get it off your chest. Do you think you could take a secret like that to the grave? I'm Estefania Hageman, host of the new podcast series, Deathbed Confessions, the show where we dive deep into the most explosive things people have admitted to while drawing their last breath. From murder, fake identities, heists, illicit affairs, and even top government secrets. This season on Deathbed Confessions, we investigate cases like Frank Thorogood, the construction worker who claimed that the drowning of Rolling Stones founder Brian Jones was no accident. Margaret Gibson, a silent film actress who, while dying of a heart attack, confessed to one of the most famous unsolved crimes in Hollywood history. And ex-CIA officer Howard Hunt, who on his deathbed confessed to playing a role in the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Deathbed Confessions is a Spotify original from Parcast, airing episodes weekly starting July 21st. Follow and listen to Deathbed Confessions for free on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. And now, back to the story. On July 29, 1862, 
the Northern Army finally imprisoned one of the South's most dedicated spies, 18-year-old Belle Boyd. She was locked up in Washington, D.C., where all she could do was await the end of the American Civil War. But it turned out luck was on Boyd's side. Later that same year, the Union Army released Boyd in a prisoner swap. They sent Boyd to Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederacy. Freed from captivity, Belle traveled straight home, where she immediately resumed her old tricks. But by now she was already well-known, so she was practically useless as a spy. The Union caught her again in July of 1863, a year after her first arrest. But Belle was undeterred. She waved Confederate flags out her cell window and loudly sang Dixie for all the nearby Union guards to hear. She even set up a method of communicating with the outside. Confederate sympathizers shot arrows with rubber balls through her window with a bow. She would then sew messages into the ball before tossing it back out again. During her five-month-long prison sentence, she fell deathly ill with typhoid fever, barely surviving to tell the tale. After she recovered, the Union Army released her and expelled her to the South. Once again, Boyd went back to her old tricks, this time as a courier instead of a spy. Despite nearly getting caught again, Boyd stayed out of northern clutches, made her way to England, and married. A year later, the South lost the Civil War. But even this didn't get in the way of Belle Boyd's legacy. Her post-war career was almost stranger than her time as a spy. Boyd had one daughter of her own. She was a ruthless mother, even shooting at a young suitor who insulted her daughter. By 1865, she was reportedly living on her own as a widow. It was around then that she released her memoirs, Belle Boyd in Camp and Prison. She also took to the stage, starring in productions all across England. Eventually, she returned to the States and continued to act in plays. She wrote herself a one-woman lecture and performance tour. In 1866, she named her new one-woman show The Perils of a Spy and styled herself as Cleopatra of the Succession. Belle Boyd had quite a reputation in the South, but she still found herself financially struggling. Now with five children and a new husband, her life was dramatically different than she had imagined it would be. She died of a heart attack on stage in 1900 at the age of 56. Though many women spied for both sides during the American Civil War, Belle Boyd's boldness and strange glamour has fascinated historians throughout the ages. No doubt her memory will one day fade, along with the oppression she fought for. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. If you're interested in more stories about the American Civil War, check out our episodes of Unsolved Murders on the death of Confederate sympathizer John Raines. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime.
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Matthew Teamstra, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Amber Hurley. I'm Vanessa Richardson.